Hey everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. We're gonna talk about a powerful hypnosis technique you can use to lose weight. Now there's a lot of them, but I'm gonna share one of them that I think is one of the most powerful ones. It's a core part of the program yourself then system, and it's called the rehearsal technique. And it's very simple, but it's very, very effective. And before I take you through it, let me just kind of set it up a little bit so you understand what we're doing here. The first step, that, or the first thing I wanna share with you is that hypnosis itself, you don't need to go into a deep trance for hypnosis to work. I want you to think of hypnosis not as a state of being in a deep trance, but more as a process of influencing your subconscious mind. So to understand the hypnotic trance you need to be in, uh, it's really like when you're watching a movie or a TV show, right? When you're kind of passively sitting there watching it, what's happening? Your imagination, you're imagining that you're in that situation, right? You're watching sports, you're imagining you're playing, and you're releasing adrenaline. You literally have a physiological reaction to it because you're imagining it. Um, you watch a comedy, you're laughing. You watch a drama, you might be crying. So what you're imagining watching <clears throat> has a literal physiological impact on you. And so this is the power of hypnosis, but you do not need to go in some deep hypnotic trance for it to work, okay? But that's the first thing. You're hypnotizing yourself all the time um, and again, it's the process of influencing your subconscious mind. Okay, so the technique I wanna share with you is the rehearsal technique. And again, you can, it, you, we could think of it like visualization even. You don't have to be in a deep trance to make it work. And what we're looking to do with the rehearsal technique is you wanna rehearse an upcoming event or situation the way you want it to go. And so what I like to do a lot of times is imagine tomorrow. Now I like tomorrow because you already have a sense of how tomorrow's gonna go. You've already pre-programmed what tomorrow's gonna be. You know when you're gonna wake up, what you're gonna do out throughout the whole day, and if you're really honest with yourself, you probably have a pretty good idea what you're gonna eat. So when you wanna lose weight, it's all about changing up your behaviors. But what most people do is they try to wait right till the moment when they're tempted, and they're relying on willpower to say no, okay? But subconsciously what they've done is they've, they've kind of set up all this momentum to eat the wrong food, and then they're expecting at the last second the willpower is gonna come in and say no. What we wanna do with the rehearsal technique is we wanna prepare ourselves, we wanna program ourselves ahead of time to think, feel, and behave the way that we want to so that we're not relying on so much willpower. We're really relying on our programming. And so if we expect, let me put it a different way, if for the last three years for lunch you had a salad, there's a good chance you're gonna have a salad tomorrow. Right? Whereas if the last three years you had a burger and fries, it's gonna be a lot harder not to eat that because you're kind of expecting it. So what we're doing with this rehearsal hypnotic technique is where we're, we're influ you're looking to influence yourself earlier than you typically do. Um, because again, we always, as humans, we're always pre-programming ourselves. Um, and we're always kind of, we're kind of on autopilot. And so again, if we think about tomorrow, tomorrow you have a good idea how it's gonna go, but you already have a, you already pre-programmed it. So we wanna get ahead of that. We wanna use that process, but we wanna influence it earlier. Okay, so what you wanna do, the simplest way to do it is you just relax, okay? So all hypnosis is, all you need to get you know, the value out of it is you, you do wanna relax your body, calm down, relax your shoulders, chest, face, um, connect to your breathing, so say, take some deeper breaths. And you're centering yourself, right? You're just calming yourself down. You're activating your parasympathetic nervous system. This is very important. This allows the blood to go back up to your brain to think more creatively, more resourcefully. And now what you wanna do, again, you wanna do this ideally with eyes closed, very important because most of your brain is dedicated to visual stimuli. So when you close your eyes and stay awake, you free up a lot of mental energy. So with your eyes closed, your body relaxed, connected to your breath, relaxed body. What you wanna do is you wanna imagine it's tomorrow morning and you're lying in bed before you've even opened your eyes. 
and you're going to imagine that you're at your, your goal weight. You're in your dream body. You're the person you want to be. Now, I want to make clear that the more you do this, the more clear this image becomes. Very important to understand. When you first start doing this, you don't have a good idea who you want to be. That, that's part of this process. And so you imagine it's tomorrow morning, you're lying in bed, you haven't even opened your eyes yet, and you have transformed overnight into your dream body. Right? You're in that exact body you want to be in. Now, you can take a moment and kind of just notice how this feels, even just laying there. And then imagine yourself kind of hopping out of bed, getting dressed in the exact outfit you'd like to wear in that body. Okay, so you can imagine that you've gone shopping, you have the clothes that you want to wear, if that's important to you. Uh, imagine getting dressed, putting those clothes on, feeling the way you feel in those clothes in that body. Again, the point here is to connect to how it feels there in that body. And so now you imagine yourself moving through your day tomorrow. So you already have a sense of how tomorrow's going to go. And so you're, you're, you're tapping into that, but you're plugging your ideal self, your dream body into that pre-programming that you already have. You already know how tomorrow's going to go. You already know who you're going to see. And so you're tapping into that and you're imagining tomorrow as the person that you want to be. And the more you can connect to that, the more you can realize how you hold yourself, how you move, how you breathe, how you talk to people, how you, if, if you hold your head up, um, how you eat, what foods you crave, right? When you're at your best, when you're really connected to your, your goals, how do you want to eat, right? Which foods are appealing to you? Um, how does it feel to be able to say no to other foods? Again, when you really embody this person you want to be, you're not only connecting to it, but you're also learning from that version of you. And so you're bringing yourself through the day. Whatever you expect to happen tomorrow, you're imagining those things, but you're imagining experience those things at your goal weight as the person who you want to be. And again, it, it's very simple. It, you don't have to crystal, you don't have to see it crystal clear visualization, you don't have to see it completely. The most important thing out of this is really the feeling. How does it feel to be at that weight? How does it feel to be this version of you? We want to notice how you feel. And the next thing, almost more important than even the visual piece is, what do you say or what do you hear specifically? What do you hear? And not just from other people, but what do you hear inside your own head? When you imagine yourself at your goal weight as the person you want to be, and you imagine going through your day tomorrow, how do you talk to yourself? Are you more supportive? Are you more encouraging? Right? Do you have internal dialogue that's different, more supportive? Okay, pay attention to that. And then yeah, whatever things you see as well. Okay, so it's really what you feel, what you hear yourself saying to yourself, and what you see. And these are the things we connect with. And again, this is a process. So this is something you'd want to do on your own time. You know, in a rush, you take your own time to do this. And the more you do this process, the better you get at it, okay? The more clearly you understand what your goal is and the more powerful it is to imagine yourself each and every day as that version of you. But this literally is one of the most powerful hypnosis techniques you can use. Let me just make one quick point. A lot of people say, oh, you're just faking it until you make it. You are not faking it until you make it when you do this. You are literally creating the neural connections, the muscle memory of being this version of yourself. Very important. Just like you went to the gym and you saw someone lifting weights, you wouldn't say they were faking it until they make it. You would say they were building muscle. You're doing the same thing here. You are building the neural pathways. You're building the muscle memory, the thoughts, and the feelings that make you thin. You have to practice becoming the person you want to be. And this is a very, very powerful way to do that. Okay, so test this out and, and I hope it works really well for you. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I saw some questions coming through. Uh, Mishikam, how you doing? Sarah, how's it going? 
how to recover from a binge oh, and perfectionism issues. Yes, yes, yes. Perfectionism. I would say, I always say like my clients, myself included, um, there's two big words I would use to describe 99% of my clients and myself, uh, overthinker and perfectionist. Uh, I could say I'm a recovering perfectionist, um, but yeah, big one. And they kind of go hand in hand, right? Because a lot of times you binge and then you go into this spiral um, mentally and emotionally, you know, beating yourself up. So the, the simple thing with the binge, how to recover from it, is you learn from it. You know, typically when people binge, they kind of go one of two ways that either kind of go into denial, just ignore the whole thing, or they start beating themselves up about it, which is really just replaying it. And so what you want to do that makes it's a completely different path is you, you look back at it and you kind of like, I don't know if you know sports at all, but like, you know, football on Monday, they watch the game film, right? They learn from it. And so you want to do the same thing with your binge. You want to recognize what was going on. If I go back in time, know what I know now, what would I have done differently? And what was happening? What triggered that binge? You don't want to binge. So what made that happen? It's usually your mood, the environment, you know, it's just a habit, a time, um, might've been a person that kind of triggers it. There's usually triggers that lead to a binge. You might've been too hungry. Okay, so there are reasons you binged. And so instead of just saying, oh, I'm a bad person because I binged again and I know better than that, they don't know better than that. You have to learn. What precedes change is awareness and you need more awareness of your binges. And when you start to really understand what is creating the binge, then you have more ability to strategically get rid of the binges in your life. So, so I hope that helps. It's a process, an ongoing process, but that's a core. I was just talking about the rehearsal technique the other key hypnosis technique we use in Program Yourself Then is the redo technique for exactly that reason. Because, listen, if you're going to, when you want to lose weight, really what you're doing is you're, you're changing. You're becoming a different version of yourself. And in order to do that, you need to grow and evolve and practice being the person you want to be. And that takes learning and understanding how you were in order for you to become the person you want to be. I hope that makes sense. As far as perfectionism goes, um, you know, especially with weight loss, you can't be perfect. There is no perfect with your weight. There is no perfect with your eating. I've never seen it. And the diets, that's one of the most frustrating parts of it because, you know, the diets are seen as a short-term thing. So short-term, yeah, maybe you could be perfect, perfect for a little bit. But when you start extending the time frame out to a year, a decade, you're going to be perfect for a decade. And so that this concept of being perfect is a bunch of bullshit. It's not even a real option. You can't fucking be perfect. It gets me all, I got all worked up because you cannot be perfect. And what ends up happening, the hardest part of it being per perfectionist it's that internal dialogue, that inner voice is just that perfectionist voice just grinds you down. And it's one of the main things you got to deal with if you really want to master your weight. Always the same case because I, I deal with this is the main client I have is a perfectionist. And um, again, there's a positive intention behind the perfection. They want you to help that voice wants you to change and get the right results. But it's also one of the core voices that makes you feel like shit and leads you to binge. You know, and never let you learn from anything, right? Because instead of, those are the two-part question. I'm glad you asked that, um, Sarah, because it's like you binge and the perfectionist voice just goes to town. Time for the perfectionist voice to shine, right? Oh, you fucking asshole. Oh, you loser. You're never going to lose weight. This mean, mean, mean voice, right? You know better than that. That's why you never, that's why you're lazy and blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. That's not true. The problem is you don't know why you're binging. You say, oh, I know why I binge. Oh, I don't. You don't know. <laughs> I promise you. You have to figure it out. And that perfectionist voice never lets you figure it out because it's just beating you up saying you did the wrong thing. So anyways, I could talk about that for, for hours. That, that's a lot of what I talk about. Um, feeling overwhelmed after eating a couple hundred calories over your deficit. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. 
um I mean, but see, you see, Sarah, like you see that, right? That, that perfectionist voice. Okay. So let me, let me put it, come out a different way too, is that, you know, so program yourself then is all about how to program yourself to be at your goal weight. So how do you do that? Right. It it is a hypnosis based program, but it's not hypnosis based. It's self hypnosis based because all hypnosis is self hypnosis. You are your own best or worst hypnotist because you're up in your head talking to yourself all day long. And if you have this perfectionist voice, it's really like a wolf in sheep's clothing because it's like, oh yeah, I want to be perfect. I want to hold myself to a high standard. I've had everyone say, oh no, I just hold myself to a high standard of excellence. No, it's a voice that makes you feel like shit. And anytime you make a mistake, you don't get to learn from it. Um, it's because because it just makes you feel bad that you did it, you know. And so there's no there's no learning involved, and so you just stay stuck. You know, beating yourself up and then binging, and then beating yourself up and then binging, and then the littlest mistake you make because it's all or nothing perfection right all or nothing and so you go a couple hundred calories over your deficit now it feels like you completely blew it you know and it's just not true and so again most of i, I will say i know i know you because <laughs> you're just like the, the avatar you're like me the, the same way the thinking and um what it comes with what, what happens the process for a person like you is not to quiet that perfectionist voice down but really to develop another voice that is more supportive and encouraging and what happens is it becomes a balancing voice to that perfectionist voice so that when you make a mistake, you say, okay, well, what happened there? Let's understand that. And we seek to understand it, which leads to better strategies. And, and it eases, it just it takes the pressure off of things, you know, because that perfectionist thing creates so much pressure. There are just so many factors, that perfection piece that really make it almost impossible to, to lose the weight. And so, um, yeah, that's it's just a huge part. So, I mean, program yourself, then that's such a big part. It's all about the internal dialogue you have and developing new ways of thinking, new ways of speaking to yourself so that you can do that on your own. Oh, thanks, Jenna. Uh, it looks like a, what's that, a telescope? Cool. Um, yeah, I'm fighting the urge not to binge right now. It's really hard. Um, yeah, just make sure you aren't super hungry all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Managing your hunger is such a huge piece of the puzzle there. You know, and and that's such a big cause of, of the binging. The other big cause of the binging is emotional stuff, you know, but um, fighting the urge not to binge right now. Okay, let's just talk about that real quick because this gets to a core understanding of your mind that you really want to know. Um, you have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. The conscious part of your mind is the ra- rational, logical part of your mind that wants you to lose weight, knows why you should lose weight, knows what you should do, tries to get you to do it. This is where your willpower is. Your subconscious mind is the part of your mind that runs all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And it's really in control of your weight. And so typically, you know, when people want to lose weight, what they do is they consciously try and fight against their subconscious mind. They try and repress it, hold it down, um, which doesn't work very much. So program yourself. Then we look to use the conscious mind to reprogram the subconscious mind. Well, if you're going to do that, you need to understand a couple things about your subconscious mind. Two big ones. The first one is that your subconscious mind does not understand negatives. Okay. So if I tell you, don't think about what I'm about to say. Don't think about a banana. Okay. Don't think about a banana. Don't. Do not. Whatever you do, don't think about a banana. <laughs> what you thinking about, right? You're thinking about a banana. So your subconscious mind can't not understand that. It has to. And uh, the other piece of your subconscious mind is important, not so much for this example, is that it can't tell the difference between vivid imagination and reality. This is why you can watch TV, you can watch sports, and you feel adrenaline rushing in your body. Or you watch a horror movie and you're nervous, right? Even though you're in a safe place, you're nervous because you're imagining you're in that situation. Okay. So when it comes to the first one, your, your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. What I would suggest is that when I'm fighting the urge not to binge, 
right? It's like, don't think about bananas. Don't think about bananas. Don't think about binging. Don't think about binging. Don't, what are you thinking about, right? So this is one of the first steps in really being able to program your mind is understanding how it works. And so the first step becomes not to focus on what you don't want. You could start there. It's fine to say, oh, I feel like binging and I don't want to binge. Okay, fine. That's a starting point. But as fast as you can, you want to get to what you want to do. Well, what do you want to do then? And this is where you're going to find you have no, you don't know because you never think about this, you know? And this is everyone's weight loss um, struggle in a nutshell is everything you do. And this kind of combines everything I'm talking about into one little neat, neat ball. Everything you, you are, you are always hypnotizing yourself. If you're struggling with your weight, you're, you're hypnotizing yourself to be overweight and you're doing it in a sneaky way because, and this goes back to the perfectionist thing, you are obsessively thinking, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why can't I stick to a plan? Why do I keep overeating? Why do I keep binging? Why do I keep doing this? What's wrong with me? Why well, don't I ever change this, <laughs> right? You are always thinking that stuff. And what it is, it's you're always thinking about yourself being overweight, out of control, overeating. Always, always, always. <laughs> and to prove the point, if I ask you, when's the last time you said, what's the best version of me? How can I lose weight easily and comfortably and enjoyably? How can I live at my goal weight for the rest of my life on near autopilot? You've got zero answers, but you never ask those questions. Ever, never, never. You just keep cycling through the problems and that's just reinforcing it. I hope that makes sense. And so when it comes to, I just don't want to binge. I'm just fighting the urge not to binge. I don't want to binge, right? Well, what's your focus? Binging, you see? And so that's a problem-oriented mindset. We want to become solution-oriented. So again, it's hard to do this in the moment, in the heat of the moment. It's just a harder thing to do. This is why we got the redo rehearsal technique we use at night to do this exact thing, to go back and come up with strategies. When I feel like binging, well, what the fuck? Why do I feel like binging? Are you hungry? Are you stressed out? Are you depressed? Is it an emotional thing? Right? Is it just that time of day where you typically binge? You know, It's understanding what's triggering that. And once you understand that, again, you can come up with better solutions and, and seek to implement them. But again, this is 100% different than the diet mindset. It's 180 degrees in a different direction, you know, because the diet says, okay, we'll start Monday just being perfect, you know, program yourself. Then we start with where we're at, you know, um, we're not trying to change everything all at once. That's overwhelming. You can't change everything all at once. You can't. Sorry. <laughs> and so you just have to, if you're going to... You need to approach your weight loss like you would like like learning a musical instrument, right? If I want to play the piano, I can't say, oh, I'm going to learn to play the piano this week. I'm going to play eight hours a day. <laughs> no, you're not. You can play the first day, and then the second day, your fingers will be all cramped up. You're not going to be able to play. That's a short-term strategy. It doesn't work, okay? If you really want to learn an instrument, you really want to play the piano, you start off slow and strategically and stick with it, and you keep developing skill. And it's no different with your weight. And when you approach it that way, it makes sense. Because the diets don't make any fucking sense. They're just trying to sell you a bunch of bullshit. It's a carnival game. They're trying to make something that's very difficult seem very easy. And they're good at it. But it's not easy, is it? <laughs> right? If it was easy, you would have done it. And the diets are all built around the one thing. They're all built around one thing. Right? And so, oh, just stop eating carbs. Oh, just stop eating for 16 hours. Oh, just count points. Oh, just eat Mediterranean food. Just stop eating fat. Just start eating meat. Just stop eating meat. <laughs> Whatever. It's always one thing, one tactic. And that ain't enough, you know? And so um, if you've been struggling to lose weight, the reason I say this is don't beat yourself up about it. There's nothing wrong with you. No matter what I do, I can't lose weight. That's not true. No matter what diet you do, you can't lose weight perhaps. But if you start to transform your mindset, if you take a strategic, logical approach to really changing your weight for good, you 100% can do it. I built a whole career on helping people do this. You know? And not only that, but it's menopausal women has been my primary client 
you know, women in some form of menopause, post peri, you know, pre any of them. And so um, I think it's just important to realize that for you, for your own sanity, you know, because I know my clients, they're usually successful in an area of their life, usually a lot of times professionally, and then they're struggling with their weight though, right? And, and one of the worst parts for them is just like, they're in their head like, what the fuck? I, I don't understand. How can I have willpower and focus and motivation, ambition and success over here, but then none of those skills show up over here with my weight, right? And you're just like, what? I don't get it. And, and there's a lot of reasons why, but, but, um, anyways, <laughs> uh, how to stop calorie counting. Yeah, that's a good question, Christina. Uh, now again, you know, program yourself. Then we got the golden rule is there's no right or wrong. Only what works for you. So if you love calorie counting, you knock yourself out. Okay. Cause, cause it can be effective. Um, I hate calorie counting. I am not that person. I, I, I would hate it and I don't like it and I've never done it and I won't ever do it. <laughs> <laughs> I despise it. I don't like it. And so um, what do you do instead, though? Right? You still need to, how do I deal with the calories? Um, with Program Yourself Thin, the approach we use is really to structure your reading. Okay. So this becomes more of an intuitive way to calorie count, if you wanted to call it that. But really what it is, when you structure your eating, and so in Program Yourself Thin, we have a 5-2 model. Five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. But what we're really looking to do is kind of structure it. So we have similar breakfasts, similar lunches. During those five days, we have similar breakfasts, similar lunches, similar dinners. Now, it depends how much variety you need, right? So me personally, one of my superpowers is I'm super lazy. And uh, I will take laziness over variety of food. So I eat the same breakfast Monday through Friday. I eat the same lunch Monday through Thursday. Exactly the same every week. And um, is it boring? I guess... But you know what's more boring to me is trying to make food and think about what I want to eat and all the rest of it. You know, I, I don't like that. So I've developed that. But anyways, the point, the point of it being that it doesn't matter. So say, you know, I could never eat the same breakfast every day. Okay, great. Then you come up with five different breakfasts that are in a calorie range, nutrient, nourishment levels that are, you know, similar. And then you do the same thing for lunch, same thing for dinner, all your meals. And you start living that way. You start eating somewhat similarly, you know, and have some pattern to it. And then what you can do is then after a month of that, you can look at your weight, see where it's at. And now you can strategically look at your eating and say, okay, where would be the easiest place for me to cut calories? You know, and um, I've done this and, and you can do it in a lot of ways, but yeah, you might say, oh, I don't know. I'll just stop eating chips at lunch or I don't know. But you'll start to recognize your eating already runs in patterns. Everyone's eating runs in patterns. And so you want to structure it so you can recognize what your patterns are and then you can more strategically optimize it for the long term. And so that's the alternative to calorie counting. Um, make sure you get enough protein in. I, you know, listen, folks, don't worry about the protein. <laughs> that protein thing is just one of the, um, you know, just one of the biggest bunches of bullshit, you know? Like, because I'm a vegetarian, right? So, oh, you know, if you get enough protein... Now, how do you know if you get enough protein? <laughs> like, first of all, have you ever met anyone with a protein deficiency in your life? Have you ever been at risk of a protein deficiency? Would you know if you were? Have you ever taken a protein deficiency test? As, as important as this protein is. <laughs> I'm not picking on you, cats are cool. I'm, I'm just, I'm joking because it's like this, this whole focus on protein is just, does it have, is there any chance that the, the focus on protein has anything to do with the fact that uh, meat has a lot of protein in it, and meat is one of the big, biggest, you know, um, you know, food company groups in the in the world. You know, any, any group that could take Oprah down is a pretty powerful group, right? Is there any way there's a coincidence that protein and that focus and obsession on it has anything to do with the fact that it's meat? 
I don't know. But you tell me the last time you had a protein deficiency test or your doctor even mentioned it to you, you know, if it's so important. <laughs> Um, what, but, but protein is more satisfying, you know, it's more satiating. Um, but the other thing that's more satiating than even protein is, uh, fiber, you know, and fiber is one of the main things that's been stripped out of the American diet. The, the processed food diet doesn't process well. And so that's, what's missing. And protein or, or fiber is one of the key things, you know, if you eat in a natural environment, you're consuming tons of fiber. And it was the funniest thing I was reading about paleo man, paleo person. Right. And, and it's like they were eating like 120 grams of fiber a day. Of course they were. Everything, everything naturally has fiber in it, you know, short of meat. You know, they weren't just eating meat. <laughs> Anyways, the more fiber you eat, the better and the easier it gets because it fills you up. Fiber doesn't get digested in your body. It stays in your intestinal tract and it activates the ileal colon break. It makes you feel fuller, you know, so it stays in there. So that, that, that's a key thing to start putting in your body. How to come out of a cycle of restricting and binging. Oh, yeah. Restricting and binging. I'm glad you put those two things together. So that's the first step is recognizing the relationship between restricting and then binging. And, um, you know, I, I again, I say the 5-2 model. There's so much psychology and strategy behind the 5-2, five, five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. There's just so much psychology in there. It's really, it's, it's built on... Um, a lot of it, to be honest, the main thing behind the five two model is really dopamine, dopamine manipulation, which I don't really talk around a lot, but it's like that's one dopamine's the main thing driving your behaviors. You know, the, the the reason you know, like when you eat a cookie, you know, you have the feeling you get when you eat a cookie or ice cream, and then like when you eat a carrot, you have a different experience, right? That's all. It's not because of the taste. It's because of dopamine. And when you eat high calorie food, your brain releases more dopamine. When you eat super sensitive, sensory, um, high palatable foods, you, you release more dopamine. So dopamine is a huge factor when it comes to your eating. And um, anyways, when we restrict, we, we plunge dopamine down. It makes it very difficult to maintain. And then we tend to kind of overcompensate for them by binging. So you recognize that. Uh, how do you come out of a cycle, a cycle of restricting and binging? Well, if you notice it, and this is a common diet problem, it goes right back to what I was just saying about people. Really, when, when it comes to weight loss, most people are focused on what they have to stop doing. Right? I've got to stop eating the ice cream. I've got to stop eating the chips. I've got to stop eating pizza. i got to stop doing this. i got to stop doing that. Okay? i got to stop restricting now. So you're going to step further. i got to stop restricting. i got to stop binging. Um, but what do you want to do? And, and that's, the, that's the part where very few people really have a very good answer. You know? It's, um, you don't have an answer to that. And so you need to develop one. So if you don't want to restrict and binge, what do you want to do? Now, again, th what this takes, see, right now, if you're watching this, there's a good chance you are trapped in a diet mindset, literally hypnotized into a diet mindset. It's a mental prison you're existing in. And it's the primary reason you're struggling with your weight is your mindset. You have a dieter mindset. And it's like a Russian nesting doll of mindset, right? So there's, there's concentric kind of thought rings within each other. The outermost ring is that dieting, I'm going to diet until I lose weight. Dieting is subconsciously coded as a temporary thing. I'm going to diet until I lose the weight. It's a short-term thing. If it's short-term, I might as well, I want to get it done as quick as possible, lose the weight as quick as I can. Well, if I want to get it as quick as I can, how do I do that? Pick the most extreme plan, okay? And so most people, when they're thinking about weight loss, are really thinking about diets and they're thinking about how can I lose the weight as fast as possible? And that's where they start getting in trouble because they're really optimizing to lose the weight as quick as they, I always say like, you're really, you're focused on losing weight as quick as possible as opposed to as long as possible. I'm optimized to losing weight as long as possible. I've created the easiest, laziest way for me to live at my goal weight. 
it's funny. I was just doing a client call yesterday and she really had a breakthrough because she goes, you know, I really, I, these past couple of weeks, I've been optimizing my eating to the easiest shit, whatever's easiest. And people don't do that because again, within that dieting mindset, you know, what's in there is that deep down you want it to be fucking hard. You want the hardest plan you can find because you associate the harder the plan is the faster the results. And so you don't want it to be easy. You don't want it to be simple. You really don't. I'm telling you this. Don't believe me if you don't want to, but I don't give a shit because I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I've been doing this for 20 years and I know, you know, what's going on in your deeper mind that's causing the problems. And this is just one more of them is that deep down you want that battle. You want to struggle. You want to overcome something and you want it to be hard because that's what you associate with fast results. So <laughs> thanks, John, the, the earth. I like that. Um, so yeah, so anyways, so you, you're, you know, Michicom, I would say to you, you know, the cycle of restricting and binging, it's because you're in that dieting mindset, you know? And so when you get yourself out of it by saying, how can I live in my goal way for the rest of my life on near autopilot? How can I make this easy? What's the easiest way I can think of to, to master my weight? You guys are never asking these questions. You're never asking them. I know it. <laughs> you, you really don't, you don't realize this, you know? You're so fixated. You're like, you're like 99.99% focused on what you have to stop doing. And it's like 1% on what you should do. And, and that's where your mindset's at. And that's why you're struggling more than anything else, you know? There's a lot of other reasons, but those are the big ones. Uh, Advice for 24-year-olds. All right, yeah. 24-year-olds, listen, I started this when I was 19. I dropped 50 pounds when I was 19. It was a miracle. I was exposed to neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, yoga, meditation, NLP, martial arts, guitar, all that stuff. It caused me to turn inwards and become more connected to my body. Right? So I became more mindful, more aware of my body. And that's what I would suggest to you is that and slow, slow down. You know, everyone's just, again, part of that diet mindset, you're always chasing the quick fix. You just want the quick fix. And, um, you know, instead of just putting the work in and just mastering, like, because I now, there's three pillars to weight mastery. There's mindset. I'm making a pyramid shape. The bottom level is mindset's the most important one. Lifestyle, eating. Okay. Most people just focus on the eating. It doesn't last. Right? You're not going to keep it up without changing your lifestyle or your mindset and without changing your lifestyle. So I've spent 30 years here really optimizing my mindset, lifestyle, and eating. And so I now have a custom one size fits one plan for me. It's built for me and I love it. And I look forward to living another hundred years and tweaking optimize. I love it. Like I love every day. I love all of it. I love my mindset stuff. I love my lifestyle work and I love how I eat. And I, I want to eat this way for the rest of my life. And I believe I'll be at the same weight for the rest of my life. And I just keep getting healthier and happier and, and I feel better. So that's why I suggest to you, Val, because, you know, it's, it's like the constant obsession on most dieters think about weight loss in terms of days and weeks, maybe months. And weight mastery requires you to think about your weight in terms of years, decades, and forever. And so if you can make that time frame shift now, by the time you're 25, 26, you're going to have a, a plan, a full strategic plan to live at your goal weight forever. And so you got to let go of that quick, because, you know, the, the, the path, as I always say, like, like, I'm talking about weight mastery here. You're talking about weight loss a lot of times, people watching this. And so what I mean by that is that you just care about how fast can I lose the weight, you know, but I'm thinking about how long can I keep my weight. So here's the shift in, in goal. And tell me if this isn't more accurate to what you want. You're always saying, how can I lose the weight? I just want to lose the weight. I just want to lose the weight. It's like a mantra you constantly think. And what I would suggest to replace that with is, how can I get to my goal weight and live the rest of my life at my goal weight on near autopilot? Because that's more what you want, isn't it? The weight loss is just a phase. You know, I don't know how much weight you got to lose, but, you know, at most it's going to take you probably 
you know, a couple months to a couple years, and then that's it. You're, you're there. You're at your goal weight. And now the work begins, right? <laughs> and this is what no one ever thinks because you're so obsessed with just losing the weight. 95% of people put the weight back on. I, I mean, I know all of you watching this, give me some hearts if you have ever lost weight and then put it back on. <laughs> like, let me know. I don't know who I'm talking to. You know, I don't know if you're here, but have you ever lost weight and then put it back on? Why? Right? If it was so great to lose the weight, why did you put it back on? You know what I mean? You did all that work to lose the weight and then you put it back on. Why? Could it be because you're so obsessed with just losing weight that once you lose it, you fuck, fuck, I don't, what the fuck do I do now? You know, I know it sounds weird, but again, when you start to understand your subconscious mind, which is extremely literal, um, it starts to make a lot of sense. You're constantly saying, I just want to lose the weight. I just want to lose the weight. I just lose the weight. And then you lose the weight. And now what are you saying in your head? I know. You want to know what you say once you lose the weight? Do you want to know? Do you know? I'll give you a second. What do you think? What do you say? Do you realize this? What do you say? I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. You lose the weight. You get to that goal weight. Now, what do you say to yourself? I'll, I'll tell you in one second. Let me see if anyone writes anything down. <laughs> How do you personally structure your two rest days to avoid overindulging? That's a good question. I'm going to answer that. I want to see if anyone answers that. What do you think? What do you think a dieter says once they, once they, uh, once they lose the weight, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. Right? I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. What do they say once they once they do it? Should I lose more? That's interesting. Yeah, I think that's that's one of them. Now I reward myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to eat. Okay, right there we go. They're, these are so good, right? They're, but these are so honest. I appreciate you you all writing this, right? Because it's so true. That, see, again, I'm trying to tell you, your mindset's the biggest factor when it comes to your weight. But more important than your, your age, your genetics, your hormones, your menopause, your PCOS, your Hashimoto's, your menopause, any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, Vicky, right now what do I do, right? Yeah, now I can stop. Yep. And, uh, and you want to know the one I see that ultimately ends up being it? I don't want to put this weight back on. I just, I don't want to put this weight back on. I, I just, <laughs> I just, I'm worried I don't want to put this weight back on. Right. So it's like, kind of, I just want to lose the weight. I, I don't want to put the weight back on. Yeah. Right. Sunflower. So it's like, it becomes, oh shit, I just don't want to put the weight back. I just don't want to put the weight back on. And so you see that. So I, I really appreciate you all writing this. Right. Um, but I do put it back on. Yeah. You put it back on because I don't know if, if Hannah, if you wrote something in there, right. Should I lose more? Yeah. Because what you're, you're stuck with, you're stuck. Think about this. The dieter, a dieter mindset is stuck with either losing weight or worrying about putting it back on. You know, and so it's like once you get to your goal weight, you don't, you never practice, you never think about how you're going to maintain your weight. You never, because I, I, listen, I've done this. I've had so many conversations with people that, um, they, I've had so many conversations with people, uh, well, why'd you put the weight back on? You know? And, uh, they said, well, I didn't, I didn't know. I felt weird. I didn't feel like myself. Yeah. There we go, right? Sunflower, I'd never be able to maintain. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Why would you know how to fucking maintain? You never practice it. Do you, are you realizing that? That's what I'm trying to show you. You never, ever, never, ever practice maintaining. You have no focus on maintaining. You're always obsessed with losing the weight. You never, because I'll tell you why I know this. I, so many times I'll, I'll have conversations with someone who's losing weight. They're, they're actively losing the weight. And I say, well, what are you going to do when you get to your goal weight? And they're like, oh, shit. Don't, don't fuck. Don't mess my shit up. Don't mess it up. Because it's like, I'll figure that out when I get there. You Leave me alone. I'm, I'm losing weight. Just leave me alone. They don't even want to talk about it. They're very superstitious. 
<laughs> sunflowers exactly it's like you're inside my head i know that i am inside your head i know how dieters think more than anyone i know how dieters think more than dieters do you know because i literally spent 30 years prof- personally 20 years professionally working with people that are, have a diet mindset and you have a diet mindset because you never develop another mindset you never ever never develop a thin and healthy mindset ever you develop a diet or mindset and sometimes you're successful and you lose some of the weight then you put it back on you know and so you know i'll, I'll prove it to you I mean, because it's, it's fucking every single time folks <laughs> like there's never an outlier with this and it's like it's so funny because i did i did three of them i i did uh uh these three coaching videos i did with people that were like just on here i say hey if you want to coach with me i'll do a co- free coaching session with you but let me videotape it and i'm going to release it you can see them on my youtube channel jim katsoulis and so all three of them right and so they lost the weight all three of them have okay so the most interesting one though i'll tell you about she was eight weeks into she was fasting and keto and she'd lost 20 pounds eight weeks in and so is she over the moon was she excited about her weight loss and what she'd accomplished no (laughs) she was freaking out she goes it's getting harder and harder to stick with this why is that oh let's talk about that because what happens for most dieters is you trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the weight loss dopamine so the food is the thing that you usually pin your dopamine on and now all of a sudden it's like all the scale going down scale going down oh yeah 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 yeah. but at some point it stops going down you get to the goal weight and now what do you do you don't know you don't know and i want you to sit with that feeling there's a complete vacuum there you literally have no clue what to do you do not know how to think like a thin person you never even realized that was the problem until just now and so it's like you have literally no ability to think like a thin person and no plan to make it happen so is, is do you think that might have something to do with your lack of results do you think do you think it's your genetics and your metabolism and your menopause and your addiction to sugar or do you think it might be that that you have literally zero zero strategy to live at your goal weight why do you think i'm saying stop with the fucking weight loss and start saying how can i get to my goal weight and live at my goal weight for the rest of my life on near autopilot your brain is a servo mechanism meaning it just answers whatever questions you ask and the questions you're asking is i just want to lose the weight how can i lose the weight how can i lose the weight you know you're not asking the question how can i live at my goal weight for the rest of my life on near autopilot you're never asking that and ironically the path of weight loss is a lot harder than the path of weight mastery because weight loss again it's a short time thing so you just i don't want to lose weight quick 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 so you can do these extreme things you're you're always overcorrecting with your diets it's intense you're already tired and overwhelmed in life already and now all of a sudden tomorrow's monday okay time to cut my calories by 50 percent change completely how i eat starting tomorrow for the rest of my time until i get to my goal weight no you're not <laughs> like no you're not it's not gonna work it's too much it's too much it's overwhelming and so you're not building up a mindset a lifestyle eating strategies that keep you at your goal weight forever you're doing extreme overcorrections to lose weight for a little while and that's the path you've been on sunflower says health issues and addiction to sugar are symptoms of the lack of thought process in the way you're saying yeah exactly that's exactly right um because it all comes down again it, it's mindset lifestyle strategy they all work together they're all important um but i believe they're important in the the, the order i say they're in you know I, I think mindset's the most important because without the mindset nothing nothing matter again um oh nice lizzie you just signed up what for the program because i know someone just signed up today and i was excited to to meet him 
Oh, I, so, so Elizabeth, right? I, I think you just signed up today. I, I'm excited. Oh, and I meant to tell you too. Uh, if, that, if that's you, let me know if that's you first before I go into what I was going to say. Um, there was a couple questions I missed, but I wanted to see this real quick. Um, uh, yeah, that's why I went to a nutritionist to learn how to eat properly for lifelong good eating habits. Do you think there are setbacks in this journey? Absolutely. There's there's tons of setbacks. <laughs> Vicky says, I want to be you when I grow up. What's up, Vicky? Vicky's killing it out in Greece over there. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, Elizabeth, awesome. Yeah, yeah, exciting. Um, what I meant to tell you, and, and I don't know if you got this. You can go in the members area and you'll see the link for the call today because there's going to be a call coming up in about a half hour. Um, and if you, if you don't see it or whatever, just email me at Jim at Program Yourself. Then if you can make it. It's three o'clock today, three o'clock on Thursday. We have our coaching calls and um, yeah, it'll, it'll be nice to get, kind of meet you and, and, and uh, kind of get you started on the right foot if you can make the call. But if you, if you go to the membership area on the far right, you'll see office hours. Click that and there'll be a link to today's call. Um, if you have any issue getting in there, just shoot me an email and I'll, and I'll send you a link. And if for whatever reason you can't make it today, um, we're there Thursday as well. And if you have any questions, just shoot shoot them to me and I'll talk about them on the call because they're all recorded so you can watch them afterwards as well. Um, whoops. <laughs> Sunflower says, yes, you are. You say things I, I say aren't true, then you explain and they are true. That's awesome. That, that's so funny. I love that. I mean, that's why, this is what I do. I think I, I don't want to sound conceited here, but I, I just feel like, the, I, I feel like 99 I feel like 100% to be honest. I've put a little carve a little space out for myself. But I feel like when it comes to weight loss and the weight loss industry, I feel like it's like 100% people telling you what to do. You know, even someone just said, oh, I went to the nutritionist. And I, I, I listen, I like dietitian nutritionists. I think they got some value. But when it comes to weight loss, they're really not going to help you because your problem isn't that you don't know what to do. The problem is you have no ability to get yourself to do it consistently. You know, and no one ever explains this to you. No one ever teaches this to you. Everyone's just telling you what to do, whether it's an exercise program, some eating program. Um, it's always just telling you what to do. And then you're left to do it by yourself. And what do you use? You got one tool, willpower. And if you understood how willpower worked, you'd realize that's not a good tool for changing your behavior at all. So it's not that you don't have willpower. It's not that you're weak-willed. It's not that there's something wrong with you. It's that you literally, you've never learned any of this. You haven't learned any of this. I had to learn it on my own. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I read 50 books a year. I've been doing this personally for 30. I'm obsessed with it. Why am I obsessed? This shit all started from when I was nine. My dad died of a heart attack at 54. I was nine years old. My brother was six. And it was the most traumatic thing. And um, as traumatic as it was, and as much as I knew it had to do with his weight and his lifestyle, and I swore I'd never, I'd never go down that path, 10 years later, I was 50 pounds heavier, binge drinking, just out of control, depressed, just miserable. And like I said, it was just the universe just smiled on me. I, I took a semester off from college and I had, I mean, literally, the universe just smiled on me and said, here's hypnosis, here's neurolinguistic, thanks for the rose. Um, here's hypnosis, here's neurolinguistic program, here's yoga, here's guitar, here's martial arts, here's meditation. It's <laughs> like, holy shit, all like in a month. Um, but I will say, th this I will take credit for, is I saw that stuff and I grabbed on it with both hands. You know, and that's what you got to do when you when you get an opportunity to go in a different direction. They don't come very often, <laughs> just to be honest, you know, um, because we're, well, we're all hypnotic creatures and we're all living in trances. And we the world we live in, you know, it's like sometimes the door just cracks open a little bit. Just moments. They're just moments, you know, and you get a chance to kind of break free. And the rest of the time, we're just kind of like, you know, fall into it. But yeah, so it's like once you change the mindset, once you start changing these things, um, 
hey, it's all for grabs. You know what I mean? You can change lots of things that you didn't realize you could, <laughs> you know? Uh, cool. Yep, congrats. I hope this helps you. And by the way, anyone on here, if, uh, if you ever want to go further with this, you go to my bio, click that link. There's a hypnosis session that I give you for free, right? It's the new Thin Me. It's really designed to help you kind of kickstart you, you know, to clarify what your goal is and really connect with it. It's a, it's a motivation session. And um, then after that, I, it takes a couple minutes to send it to you. So there is a, uh, a training I give you as well, Three Steps to Master Your Weight. And so you got to watch it. You know, it's a different paradigm. It's a different concept of, of how to master your weight, you know. Um, and then if you watch that training, that, that's how you get the program because I give you a special offer in that, you know. And, um, yeah, check it out. Hey, what's up, Don? Lunchtime with Jim. It's awesome. Um, I'm just in denial, LOL, and I'm working on it. Oh, yeah, Sunflower, you're so right. The denial is a huge part. I always say this, that, that the first step to change is really gaining awareness. Awareness precedes change, you know, because you think you're just going to change something. But the truth is you don't fucking know. You don't even know about it. You, you really don't, especially when you start to understand your conscious, subconscious mind dynamics. You realize that most of your behaviors, most of your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are just running on autopilot outside of your awareness. So if you want to change things, you have to first become aware of what the hell's going on in there, you know? And, and, but once you realize that, like, oh, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Once you have a few tools, it, it's not rocket science. It really isn't. It's just that you have literally, you've literally been hypnotized by the diets, that diet mindset. So you don't believe me, but it's like the diets are all owned by the fucking food companies. You got to know this. Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Atkins Food Products was owned by the same company as Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. Slim Fast was owned by the same company as Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. Come on, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? It, it's, you know, like, they, do they want you to lose weight? They want you to stop eating their shitty stuff and lose weight? Really? Me thinks not. You know, I don't think so. And so I was pushing this diet mindset. They love it. It doesn't work. Do this is, here's a litmus test for you, right? When you have a friend that's like, oh, I'm going to go on this diet. I'm going to do this thing to lose weight. Do you ever believe it? Is there a cell of your being that believes they're going to do it? That same lack of faith, that, that same, you know, um, what's the word? I don't know. Skepticism, you know, disbelief that they're going to lose any weight is the same thing you got in you when you try and do it. That, that, I'm trying to tell you this, you know. I'm, listen, if you get nothing else out of this, just stop for the fucking diets. Don't ever do a diet again, <laughs> which isn't to say, listen, I find value. I, you know, all the diets, I find some value in all of them, you know, like keto. I'm a vegetarian, but I, and I don't believe in ketosis. It's weird. It's weird. It was a diet created for epileptics. There's no society that's ever lived in ketosis. You know, it's weird. And so I like the idea though. Oh, it's a way to consume less carbs. Okay. That, that I agree with. There's way too many refined carbs in our diet you know, a standard American diet, you know, but anyways, you still, you can learn from these diets. You can take little pieces of them, but always make sure it resonates with you. You know, you got to create a one of a kind eating plan that's built for you around your preferences, your likes, your genetics, your lifestyle, you know? And when you go in it that way, it makes it all, all a lot better. Um, um, whoops. I want out of the diet trance here. Godsend has been eye opening. That's awesome. I say what? Wow, yeah, the diets, right? I know you're saying that. You're inspiring. Thank you so much. That, that's that's the point here. You know, I, I try to get here, inspire you guys, give you some information that puts you on a different path. Because, you know, I always say this, but to me, you know, this is really a mission for me. Because I do coaching and I, and I have programs, um, but I I do all these, I do the lives all the time. This is something I'm committed to. It's just a way to reach more people. 
you know, because I just want to get the word out there. So I don't, I don't care if you join the programs or not. Um, I give you tons of free stuff, you know, because I really, this is life or death to me. You know, as I said, my father, I don't think about weight loss primarily as like looking good in a bathing suit. <laughs> like I want you to look good in a bathing suit too, but it's more, I want you to live. I want you to be alive as long as you can. I want you to have the best quality of life while you are alive. I was just watching a video today. Um, I forget how you say his name, Peter Atria. He's like the longevity guru. You know, he's a really interesting guy. But anyways, one thing he said, he, this is the video, he goes, I wish there was a way to show people how the last 10 years of their lives would go. Because, and he's making the point that, because no one thinks about this. And I say, oh, the last 10 years are the worst 10 years. You know, it's like, what a crock of shit. Do you know anyone that's older? I know people in their 70s, 80s, and 90s. They don't want to be, it's not like they gave up. They don't want to just die. You're not going to want to. You're going to be sorry. And I know this. And it's, so it's like, I try and, without bumming you out, I just try and make clear what's at stake here. You know, this is literally your life. And never mind the longevity, it's the quality of life piece that's probably more important. Because what quality of life is it to, because I ask people this all the time, what percentage of the day are you thinking about weight, losing weight, food? 60, 70% of the time, I'm obsessed with it. It's what I hear. It's like, that's it. That's no quality of life, you know? You got this gift, this gift of being alive right now. Are you fucking spending it worried about your weight? It sucks and it bums me out. And so that's why I do this stuff. That's why I do these every day. And so I hope to inspire you. But go take it a step further. Watch that three steps to master your weight because that's really the, the foundational understanding of what I'm talking about here. Like I'm kind of bebopping all over the place here with just different questions. But if you watch that training, you listen to hypnosis, you realize hypnosis isn't some weird ass thing where you're gonna clog like a chicken or look like you're in some trance and be at the mercy of someone. It's just, it's like when you watch TV or watch a movie. And you're just kind of sitting there passively watching things, imagining the scenario. That's it. That's all hypnosis is. And when you start doing it to yourself, intentionally understanding how to influence your own subconscious mind, well, you get the keys to the kingdom. You all of a sudden can drive the bus. You, you can take control. Because right now you've got no control. You don't know how to control your thoughts, your feelings, or your behaviors. You got willpower and it ain't working. Because willpower, is, that's not what willpower is for. So, so you know what I mean? Like that's what, that's why I do this stuff because it's, the, the fucking answer is this ain't rocket science. Do you know something? Because it ain't rocket science. Because I'm not a rocket scientist. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm stupid, but I'm not. The, you know what I mean? Like there's people way smarter than me. Um, but but I I will say like I really have focused on the practical practical solutions. I've spent my time in the field working with real people, just regular regular people. <laughs> um, and what do we work on? What we work on? How do you deal with discouragement? How do you deal with when it's coming off slower than I thought? How do you deal when you make a mistake? That's the real nuts and bolts of weight loss. Not like, oh, here's the perfect plan. Just follow this perfectly. You know, it's bullshit. There's a lot more to... <laughs> My dog's going crazy over here. Um, having a funny dream. But, but so, so it's not about... Here, to, to make a point, your weight loss... See, you think more information is going to change your behavior. That's one of the reasons why you're so obsessed with the question, what's wrong with me? Why do I keep screwing up? Do you think you think you're going to have this cognitive breakthrough is going to instantly change everything? What you don't realize is that's never coming. And what you're actually doing in the meantime is you're programming yourself to be that person who's out of control with their eating, overeating, overweight. And so it's important that you start to learn how your mind works because then you can start to move yourself in a brand new direction. All right? I hope that helps. Um, at 60, it's hard to lose the... Uh, at 60, it's hard to lose the last 10 menopause weight gain. Um, 
Aha, uh-huh, weigh myself daily is the only thing that keeps me honest. Yeah, I like that. I, I always recommend that. I, I'm a big fan of weighing, weighing every day when you want to lose weight. Um, now, again, I always go back to the golden rule. There's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. So if you hate the scale, then, then that's okay. But but I'm a fan of the scale. Um, but Linda, I will tell you this, that, you know, don't get me wrong. The last 10 menopause, you know, I okay. So here's one thing I'll give you guys. It just has a mindset shift. And, and I hope this means something to you. Usually when people, when it comes to weight loss, people are fixated on the weight loss. I want to lose X amount of pounds. I would suggest you stop saying that and instead start saying whatever your goal weight is. Stop saying I want to lose X pounds, X amount of pounds, and start saying I want to be X amount of pounds. So Linda, I would say that to you, okay? I would start saying, instead of saying, oh, those last 10 menopause pounds, because you're giving them all kinds of power, you're programming it all different ways in your mind, start saying whatever you, your weight is now minus the 10 pounds, the goal weight you want to be at, Start saying, I want to be X amount of pounds. It's taking me a little while, but that's okay. I'm not in a rush. I'm going to be at this X amount of pounds for the rest of my life. How can I get to that weight in the most comfortable, easy way, even though I'm in menopause? You you see? And and it's a different reframe. So stop saying how much weight you want to lose and start talking about what weight you want to live at. Very big. Does that make sense? I just want to make that clear. Because when you say, I want to lose X amount of pounds, the image in your mind is you being overweight and then saying, I'm going to be 10 pounds lighter than that, if, if it was 10 pounds. Um, and when you say, I want to be X amount of pounds, you're making an image in your mind of who you want to be, what you want to look like, who you know, who that person is. And that's the big part of the process. Really what you're doing here is you're creating a new version of yourself. So you need to have some process, some system in place to create a new version of yourself. Because right now you don't. Listen, I, I always say this, I was saying this yesterday. Um, because I have a new client. It's, it's one of my private clients, right? So he, he's a celebrity, he's in movies, and uh, very, very smart. And so I'll ask him, I said, what, what, tell me about your goal. What, what do you want to? You know, what, what, who do you want to be? And they're like, well, I want to be this and this, and uh, I don't know, my brain feels kind of broke. <laughs> it's like, your brain's not broke. It's just you never think about this. You never think about who you want to be. You're thinking about the fucking food all day long, right? You're thinking about the food you don't want to eat all day long and it's creating, it's magnetizing, it's pulling you towards it. You're trying to stop yourself from eating this food and you can't. But don't you realize subconsciously you're obsessed with these foods? The diets get you obsessed with the foods. That's why all these food companies put the diets out because all the diets are getting you obsessed on the the food I don't want to eat, which is just basically focusing on the foods you don't want to eat and craving them, you know? But so when you start thinking about who you want to be consistently and you have to clarify it again, the program yourself then technique, the core two minute technique you use, the main purpose of it is to clarify and connect to the ideal version you, you want to be. And if I sit you down and say, okay, who do you want to be? You're not going to have a good answer. It's going to be vague and, and shitty. It, it, there's not going to be much detail to it at all, which is to say, you don't know. You don't know who you want to be. You're so obsessed with who you don't want to be. You could talk about that all day. You couldn't talk for a minute or two about who you want to be. And that's the core of your problem. You're not moving towards something. You're trying to move away from something. That's a lot less motivating. So anyways, (laughs) um, you helped me a ton in two weeks. My mindset is shifting for sure. That's awesome, Sunflower. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, listen to my podcast. They're on all the the platforms. I do these every day. Um, Watch my TikToks. I put multiple TikTok videos up every day. Again, I take this as a job. It's a free job. It's my my mission. You know what I mean? It's my my dharma in life. In yoga, right? It's like, what, what, what are you going to do to help the world? That This is what I do. Yes, I have a coaching program. I get paid plenty. I, I make plenty of money with that. But I want to just, for people that can't do that, here it is. Here it is. Okay? And use it. It'll help you. I get people on it all the time talking about the weight loss they get just from listening to all this stuff. 
Um, do you support fasting? Uh, I, I don't mind. Like, I intermittent fast, but I use it. The problem with intermittent fasting is the same problem with all the diets. It's one tactic. I think if you just try an intermittent fast to lose weight, I don't think it's going to last long. Uh, I think you need to have a holistic strategy is what I think. Um, but but anyways, but but fasting. I don't believe in long-term fasting for weight loss. I don't understand why people do that. It feels like just disappointment on layaway. Um, and so I, I don't support that. But intermittent fasting, I do think, is, is a good idea. Um, if it's done right. Serena, question. Um, healthy is most important. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's me. Where do we find the training? Yeah, the training. Just go, go to my bio, click the link, and uh, I, give you, I give you a hypnosis session. It's custom made, too. So you just fill out like five questions or whatever. Um, it takes a couple minutes to process and send it to you. I email it to you. And then as soon as you opt in, I give you this training, Three Steps to Master Your Weight. So just opt in. Watch the training and then go check your email and the, the session will be there. And then I email you every day. I send you like positive, encouraging coaching emails every day. It, it, I'm really trying to help you. Fasting doesn't work for me. I think it messes with my blood sugars. Low calories best for me. Um, yeah, I agree with that, Linda. I'm the same way. I don't, I don't like, like, again, I say intermittent fasting, which I came up with that 30 years ago. I wasn't intermittent fasting. That wasn't a word I was familiar with or phrase I was, I was familiar with. But what I want to do is I want to stop eating at night. I used to always snack at night. And so I really fixate on that. And anyways, long story short, is I s train myself to, I, I stop eating now like six, seven o'clock at night and I eat the next day, seven, eight, you know? And so I guess, you know, I, that, that's intermittent fasting to me. And which was a godsend. I, I thought it was so amazing to give my body a break, you know? And I think that's normal, natural, and good uh, to do. But I think I've done long-term fasts too. And every time I've done them, they're miserable. You know, I, I, I dread when they're coming towards me. I dread doing them. And then after they're done, I'm obsessed with food for a while. So it doesn't work for me. But again, always bounce it off of how it works for you. If you love fasting, then great. And just sign me up. Yeah, just go, go sign up. It's free. Go, go click the link and go uh, get that session. Um, someone say, I want to lower my blood pressure. Yeah, that's a good, 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 Lizzie. Yeah, if you get on the call, like I said, um, go in the members area and you'll find it right in the office hours thing. And uh, yeah, get on that call. I, I sent an email today, but I think you joined like right after I sent the email out. I, I send reminders every Tuesday and Thursday as well, okay? And they're on Zoom, so they're recorded and they're there for you to watch. You can watch old ones if you wanted to. Um, they're kind of interesting. It, it's always interesting watching other people when I work with other people because... Uh, you'll see a lot of yourself in them. You know what I mean? A lot of the, it all comes down to the same stuff, you know, usually. So anyways, I am 148 pounds. Great. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> in game, that's wise. Yep, yep, you like that, right? Must also commit to it. Yeah, sure. But it's a lot easier to commit to the goal weight you want to be than it is to weight loss. It's the way we're back talking about earlier, right, everyone? We're talking about like, when you just focus on losing weight, it, it's, I'm telling you stuff, it's a mindset that is doomed, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I'm telling you, your mindset's the number one thing affecting your weight. Number one thing. That's why in the program yourself, then there's the weight mastery blueprints, right? There's a mindset blueprints, lifestyle blueprints, eating blueprints. The mindset blueprints, there's six specific ones, right? I, I train you and, and walk you through them. And so it's fill in the blank workbooks. And the mindset one, we start with motivation because that's kind of the engine that drives the whole program. Um, then what, the real work starts with your self-image. That's the second piece, really. Defining who do you want to be? What identity do you want to have? Your self-image, you know how they talk about weight set point? Yeah, it's true, but I think it's a, it's a mindset. It's a mental thing. 
And it's primarily the way you think about yourself. You hate being overweight. You don't like it. However, you can't disagree that you're familiar with it. You're comfortable and familiar being overweight in the world. If, if you've been overweight for 10, 20 years, you're, you're familiar with it. And your brain's main job is to be a prediction machine. And so your, your subconscious mind wants to maintain the status quo because that makes predicting things a lot easier. So there is a resistance to change, folks. <laughs> like just because losing weight, you want it so bad, doesn't mean that subconsciously you're not scared or worried or fearful of it happening. I know that may sound strange to you. The fact that they may say it's strange to you is, is a bad sign for your weight loss success because it's one of the core things you got to deal with. And if you don't even realize it exists, it's one of these subconscious things that is going to sabotage you. So anyways, motivation, self-image, habits, right? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be helpful to understand the neuroscience of habits so you could be strategic with them, right? I mean, you got one tool, the willpower. You're just trying to force yourself to install a new habit or stop a bad habit. It's, it's not effective, not, not a good strategy. Um, so we got motivation, self-image, habits, emotions, how to feel the emotions you want, how to deal with the shitty emotions you don't want to feel in a genuine way w without food. That, that is how you resolve emotional eating. Thinking, right? How to think like a thin person. There's a category on that. And then how to maintain. Again, maintenance. We start with maintenance in the program. Who are you to say, well, I'll get to maintenance when I get to maintenance. What? You got you to gotta figure out how to maintain from day one to day two. Stop being so cocky, right? 39% of people can't make it past a week on a diet. 75% can't make it past a month. So yeah, never mind waiting to maintain and learn how to maintain until you lose the weight. You might want to start thinking about how to maintain right now. <laughs> That might be smart. Uh, I, I stopped paying attention in game weight. Yeah, I get that, Linda. Yeah, you got to stay focused on it. Which, by the way, kind of just, I, I haven't mentioned this, and this is kind of a key part of the whole thing. I believe that the way you make this whole process work long term is you have got to reframe your weight loss. You've got to wrap your weight loss in personal development so that this is a process that's not about weight loss. Weight loss almost becomes secondary. It's about being the best version of yourself possible. And the best version of yourself possible includes you being at your goal weight, but includes a whole lot more. And that's how I think about things. So yeah, I'm at, I've been at the same weight for 30 years. I had one little blip 12 years ago, um, but it was a short blip. I got right back on track and I stay at my weight. How? Because there's no more excitement from losing weight. And so the reason is I'm excited about personal development things. I'm, I love my mindset work. I love my lifestyle. I love my eating habits and I love tweaking and optimizing them. So that really gets me excited to keep tweaking and optimize them. Um, and I just keep finding new strategies. I keep tapping into new benefits. I keep receiving new rewards from this, you know? So that's where I get my excitement from. And that's why I don't lose focus. You see, again, the, the weight loss, it's, um, it, it's they, they, with the weight loss, the diet mindset, there's this arbitrary false deadline you know and, and it's it's put that way and so you're not really taught how to master your weight you're taught how to lose weight and then you know let's be honest then you put the weight back on and then you lose it again because that's what you practice losing weight and so once you get to your goal weight it feels uncomfortable you're in a headspace you're not you're not prepared for you either are overweight always thinking about losing weight or you're actually losing weight but never do you practice actually living at your goal weight um, took me so long to stop blaming PCOS and realize it was way simpler. I was overeating. Oh, Raquel, thank you so much. I really appreciate you writing that, you know, cause I get, I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to bust anyone's chops, you know, but I always, I get people's, Oh yeah, I got PCOS and I got menopause and I got insulin 
and I get is all these excuses. And I'm not saying, listen, there are real, there are real challenges, folks, right? I mean, there are genetic, hormonal, physical realities that can make weight loss slower and harder, no doubt. However, at the end of the day, your what you're putting into your mouth is the number one factor of your weight uh, of anything. And that is dictated primarily through your mindset. So great job, Raquel. I'm proud of you. And I'm glad you said that. Um, yeah. Okay. So Linda has that too. And she's, she's dealing with, of course, you know, listen, what I always say, anytime someone's dealing with a physical thing, especially like menopause, PCOS, Hashimoto's, you know, hormones, menopause, um, I say it's an opportunity to really focus on your lifestyle because I think those things a lot of times reveal an unhealthy lifestyle. And what do I mean by lifestyle, by the way, specifically? Because by the way, let me just prove this point. This is always got a bone to pick because it's almost like a, um, it's a kind of a trendy thing now to say, like, oh, I don't need a diet, I need a lifestyle change. You know, I said, well, okay, well, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by lifestyle change? Let me know. And it's like, oh, it's like, let's say one or two things, you know? The program yourself then is eight, there's eight lifestyle habits, specific ones in order of importance that we go through and I show you how to implement them in a practical way. What are they in order of importance? Proper sleep, proper hydration, relaxation, proper breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. You get those eight things into your life on a regular basis, you transform yourself at a cellular level from the inside out into a different version of yourself where it's way easier to eat the right foods so that you can live at the weight you want to live at. You know, So again, the lifestyle is a big, big piece of that. So what works best? How do we find your program? Yeah, as I said, just go, go to my bio, click that link, sign up for the hypnosis session, watch that training, and um, then I talk about the program. Or you can go to programyourselfthin.com and learn about it. Um, I've been eating healthy for years, but I just overeat and would admit it to myself. Yeah, it's a calorie thing. I mean, you know, come on. You know, what you say, though, is that's very common. The eating healthy, the intermittent fasting, the going to the gym, the thing you got to be careful with those strategies is the licensing effect or moral licensing. And that's basically when we do something good, moral, or virtuous, we tend to follow it up by doing something less moral, good, and virtuous. It's just, you can't avoid it. It's just there. So don't try and change it. Just become aware of it. And a lot of people, when people do the intermittent fast, well, I don't know, I've been intermittent fasting, I've lost any weight. I don't know why. Well, it's because you're so proud of yourself and you have just so much willpower to not eat during those 16 hours that when you eat for the eight hours, you're, you're eating way more than you realize. Same thing with the gym. You go to the gym and you think you burned 1,000 calories and you're going to reward yourself with a 200-calorie snack when in reality you burned 200 calories and you ate 1,000 calories, you know? So your brain plays tricks on you there. So you can't change it, but you can become aware of it and then strategize around it. How do you maintain belief in yourself even when you lose hope that you feel sad you can't do it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a great question. That's program yourself then is all built around the process. The diet mindset gets you fixated on the outcome where you say, I don't give a shit. Oh, thanks for that. That's cool. Um, the diet mindset, I don't give a shit what I got to do. I just want to lose the weight. And it locks you in. It. You don't give a shit about the process. Um, you just want to lose weight. And this is why most diets are unsustainable, you know? And, and um, so, so the, the, the alternative to that, where program yourself then is at, is we're obsessed with the process. Let me put it in a different context. If I said, I'll give you a million dollars right now, or I'll give you a machine that prints out a thousand dollars every day for the rest of your life, which would you take? Yeah, you would take the machine, right? Because now you never have to worry about it. You're just constantly giving that money. So if you knew how to master your mindset, lifestyle, and eating, and you can control your weight, who gives a shit how fast you lose the weight? Do you know what I mean? Like, I hope that makes sense. And so how do you get there? Well, you focus on what you did. You know, you have faith. If I... If I eat less food, if I drink more water, if I sleep better, if I make healthier choices, if I put more healthy food in my body, if I start moving more, if 
I quiet my mind down, that's going to lead to weight loss and not just weight loss. I'm going to live at a lower weight. You see, so, so the focus gets off of the outcome and how fast it's happening and puts it on to, did I do the right things today? Yeah. Hey, great job. So that, it's a complete different paradigm. It's a complete different mindset, but it, it's aimed right at that question. So yeah, I hear you. Um, whoops. Uh, um, uh, McKenna says, why do I always start working out and eating better than quit? Uh, yeah, because you're trying to do too much at once. Yeah, the working out and then eating better. Think about it. You know, it's like, it, let's just say, you know, like, oh, you haven't worked out or eaten better in five years. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, day one, right? The Monday rolls around. Okay, now I'm going to start eating better. Well, what's eating better mean? For a lot of people, it means cutting 40, 50, 60% of their calories out. Um, the calories they are going to eat, they're all totally different calories, meaning you used to just, your eating is on autopilot. We're, we're, we're designed, us human beings are designed to operate on autopilot. And eating is one of those things that we just do on autopilot. And so all of a sudden, you're going to cut the calories down dramatically. You're going to completely change how you eat. So now you have to think about it, right? Because you can't just run autopilot. Now you think, okay, I got to make sure I got that food. I got to make sure I don't choose the wrong thing. I got to make sure I do the right thing here. So it's lots of cognitive energy. And now you're going to add the working out. Now I'm gonna, I got to go to the gym. I got to learn how to exercise. What exercise am I going to do? I got to think about that. Okay. Then you do the exercise and now you're depleted and now you're really hungry. So, I mean, how long you be able to keep that up, you know? Because you're starting, right? I mean, you're starting day one being perfect. And you can do it for a little bit because it's, it's overwhelming. It, again, I, I always go back to playing the piano. If you want to learn to play the piano, like imagine some dipshit comes after you and goes, oh, I'm going to play the piano. So, okay, what's your, what's your plan? What are you going to do? I'm going to play eight hours a day. What? Whoa, whoa. Eight hours a day you never played before. I don't give a shit. I want to learn to play the piano. Quick. Okay. Can I, can I stop by tomorrow and see how it's going? Sure. <laughs> Stop by <laughs> my fingers, but that's that's you know what I mean. That's metaphorically what you're doing with the diets. You're, you're taking way too much on. <laughs> you know, you know you know that's just one other thing. You know, willpower. Let's just talk about willpower real quick, and I I gotta get out of here. Um, willpower is people like intuitively think of willpower as like this non-physical thing, like like it's like a spirit. You know, they just tap into. It's not. Your willpower is a prefrontal cortex process. It's a physical thing. And you could metaphorically, I think the best way to think about it is think of your willpower like a muscle. And so you start your diet and you're going to start working out. And so it takes a lot of willpower, not just to get yourself to do it. It takes a lot of willpower and focus to figure out what the fuck you're going to do because you don't know how to eat healthy. So now all of a sudden you got to think, okay, well, what am I going to eat for breakfast? What am I going to eat for lunch? What am I going to do? And so you have to figure that out. And then you have to get yourself to actually do that because your programming says, oh, let's just get the burger. No, let's get the pizza on the way home. You know, and so now you got to no, 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 I got to go. Nope, nope. I'm tired. I worked hard all day, but I'm gonna go to the store and I'm gonna get a salad and I'm gonna get the chicken breast and we'll put that on there and then we'll go to the gym afterwards. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's like you do that for two, three days. You're depleted energetically because you, you cut your calories way down. You're exercising, which you never do, and your body's freaking the fuck out and your mind is completely shot from trying to force yourself to do all this new stuff and think about all this new stuff. Why doesn't it work? Why do I? I'm, 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 I'm not picking on you, McKenna. Um, I'm just saying it's so ridiculous that we live in a society where that's considered to be a good strategy. You know, like, I want to start running marathons. Okay. Well, I'm going to start running, you know, 25 miles tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Maybe, but what are you gonna do the rest of the week? You know, you're gonna be in the hospital in a bed. I, you know, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. So it makes a lot more sense to take things slowly and do things strategically for the long term. 
So there's a saying, right? I love this saying that people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. And I think that that really summarizes the whole thing up, you know? So program yourself thin is built for long-term success. Um, diets are built for short-term weight loss, you know? And you gotta make the choices that works for you, you know? Um, Jay Zimmer at Program Yourself Thin, nice. People say I have no self-discipline. <laughs> well, McKenna, I hope you don't believe that after what I just said. It has nothing to do with no self-discipline. It has to do with trying to do way too much too quick. What if you just started trying? So I don't know, Program Yourself Thin, I don't know how people are losing weight these days, but with Program Yourself Thin, we're not trying to change everything. You know what you do? The program is delivered through the phone, right? Because the, the hardest part of change is fucking remembering. We're automatons. We're automatons. We do what we did. So you, you download the app, you put it on your phone. So now you wake up tomorrow morning, oh, a message from Jim. You click it. Oh, it's my five-minute morning hypnosis session. Every day for eight weeks, there's a five-minute hypnosis session with a different weight loss mantra in it. You listen to it, you calm down, you relax, you imagine yourself the way you want to be. You put a new thought in your mind that supports your healthier behaviors and choices, and you go about your day. And then at night, there's a two-minute self-hypnosis technique you use on yourself. And I remind you to do it. You get another reminder at night. Hey, program yourself. And here's a link to a sleep gnosis session, a 10-minute session. You can listen to it at night if you want to with another core weight loss mantra. But it's that two-minute self-hypnosis technique where you focus on the one habit at a time. What's your worst eating habit? You're, you're two, three habits away from being at your goal weight. You've got two or three eating habits that are responsible for almost all the extra weight. You're overeating at night or you're snacking at night. You're overeating at dinner. You're eating candy during the day. It, it, you're not doing a million things. You've got to chunk it down to habits. And so you focus on those. And you focus on the first habit and you make some headway. You have real strategies that work for you. You get used to acting that way. You get a handle on it for a month. Oh, gasp, a month or two. And you get a real handle on it. I got it. I figured this out. And now I'm, I'm on a good path. Then you move on to the next one. Holy shit. Where could you be at a year from now if you stopped your two worst, three worst habits and comfortably? Do you see what I mean? Like, like the way you're approaching it is the problem more than anything else. It's not that you have no self-discipline. I promise you got self-discipline. Um, <laughs> so many things to think about all at the same time. Yeah, right? Where do you start? What's just one step? Yeah, that's what I say, Crystal. Again, I mean, the one step I'd suggest to you just in a practical sense is go get the hypnosis session I give you guys, okay? Because... Again, you want to take things off of your cognitive plate. You know, you don't want to have to try and remember everything. That, that's why diets don't work. So if you go, if right now, because I'm about to, I got to get out of here. You go and you click the link in my bio. It brings you a little sign up form. You fill in the five questions, put your email address in there. And I'm going to send you a hypnosis session. But as soon as you fill in the form, I bring you a, a page that says three steps to master your weight. You should watch it now. But if you don't, whatever, at least you're in the, you're in the system. You're going to go to your email. You're going to get that hypnosis session. Listen to it tonight. See how you feel, right? But then, guess what? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to send you an email with some valuable shit. I send you for free now a program I used to charge people for. Yeah, every day, you know, I give you good stuff. Good job, McKenna. Um, and I send you this stuff, you know? And so, anyways, but, but in a practical way, what's just one step is, is what's your worst eating habit? Fixate on that. Obsess on it. Think about how can I solve this? How can I get some real solutions to this worst habit I have? My worst habit is eating at night. You know, and so I fixate on that for months until I figured I got a grasp on it, I got a handle on it. Then move to the next one. You do that for one year, you're a completely different person. And, and it's a, you're a person at last. 
you can't just rely on willpower to fight against your subconscious mind. You need to use your willpower and your conscious mind to reprogram your subconscious mind so you automatically and naturally do the things that keep you at your goal weight. That, that's the difference in a nutshell between dieting and program yourself then, you know? And so um, you can do this. You know, you just need a better strategy. Your strategy's horseshit. The diet strategy's horseshit. It's not you. How, it, how can a strategy where 95% of the people fail, it cannot be your, it cannot be you. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Like when 95% of the people fail, it's, um, it's not a you problem, it's a strategy problem, right? And that's where you're at with the diet. So stop blaming yourself for not being able to use it. Now, I will say now, now that you've heard all this, you know what I mean? I'll blame yourself. You keep trying with it, but uh, it's time to just move on. All right. Before all right, everyone. Got to get out of here. Got a coaching call. So if any of you do join the program, I'll see you on Thursday on the coaching call. Um, you can see me on TikTok uh, and all the other places I'm at, podcasts, all the rest of it. Um, is there anywhere I can do what you do? Yeah, go get, get in my program and sign up there. I got to get out of here. I got to do a coaching call. Have a great day, everyone. Talk soon.